1: We are so glad that you have joined us today, and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today. It is Monday, May the seventeenth, and we had a great day yesterday in church. I praise the Lord for another great Sunday with a beautiful weather. Uh, we had a great drive-in service. We had a good service at eleven, and last night was a blessing. Uh, We got to hear the children's choir sing, and the adult choir, and the uh, special music. We got to hear the the famous uh, Johnson Schnurr Quartet. That was a home run. And then uh, yesterday morning, we got to hear from um, Mrs. Askew. Did Mrs. Askew sing? Yeah, she sang both, the drive-in and the morning service. And then we had the teen girls. They did a good job singing. It was just a great day. And we had online Sunday school. Uh, I hope you are able to tune in for that, and many of you are here at the church for the services. It was a great day, and I thank the Lord for uh, God's goodness to us. We are uh, glad to have you joining us, whether you're listening on the radio, on Facebook, on the podcast, or on our app, uh, WVFV uh, 95.9. We're so thankful that you're joining us. We're looking forward to a great week, looking forward to our uh, Bible study Wednesday night, and we are praying for our country uh, I drove by this morning, it looks like the gas stations are all uh, back and operating. A few of them had a little bit of a, uh, a delay last week, but praise God for that. Let's continue to pray for our country and let's pray for uh, the nation of Israel and pray for God's protection upon uh, that nation and they're uh, they're in the middle of a very, uh, very bad situation and we need to pray for their protection and pray for their peace. Now I want you to hear a song today. This is a very interesting uh, concept, very interesting thought, but I want to remind you it's true. There are a lot of things in life that we do not see. As a matter of fact, the Bible tells us that uh, every day as Christians, the angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him. And I'm glad we've got the protection of God. We've got an angel that that, that protects us and keeps us safe. And uh, we joke and say some of the Uh, guardian angels have more work than others, right? Because some of us are more accident prone and a little crazier uh, and uh, all over the place. But the truth is that God protects us and God blesses us in ways that we don't even see, we don't even realize. And the name of this song is that he sees what we don't. And I'm glad that God sees and the eyes of the Lord are in every place. And I'm glad that he is watching over his children. You listen as uh, they sing this great song.
2: times is i
0: What we don't. Amen. Aren't you glad for that great truth that God sees what we don't? Sometimes we see things and it looks very different to us, but God has a bigger, uh, better plan, a perfect way. And I'm glad that God sees the uh, beginning from the end. And I'm so thankful that God. Uh, is the Alpha and Omega, and I'm thankful that God is the eternal God. He's the everlasting God. And sometimes what seems like a long time to us, to God, uh, it's all under control, and He's got it all figured out. So praise God for that truth. I did want to mention we don't have any birthdays or anniversaries today, and uh, so we've got some coming up later this week, but uh, none of those today. We're in the book of Proverbs. We talked last week about the different groups of people. We said The goal is to be wise. And then we talked about how in Proverbs, we'll see the simple, uh, we'll see the foolish, we'll see the sinful, and we'll see the scorners. And uh, there's uh, really five different groups of people that I think pretty much most of Proverbs, you could classify people in one of those five groups. I want you to look today at Proverbs, uh, we're gonna look at Proverbs one, but uh, we're gonna start actually with Proverbs chapter two and verse number four. The Bible says in Proverbs 2 verse 4, if thou seekest her, talking about knowledge and understanding and wisdom, it says, if thou seekest her as silver and searchest for her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Did you know that wisdom and understanding it's it's compared to treasure and if you're going to find a treasure you're going to have to search for it uh you're not going to just find it laying out on the ground you are gonna have to dig for it you're going to have to uh in some cases you mine for it or you uh you search and you dig and you you work and and you 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 do so much just to get to that treasure but when you get to the treasure you're glad you went through all that work you know i think sometimes people say well I don't understand the Bible, so I don't read the Bible. Well, to be totally honest with you, I don't think I'd understand much either if I only read a verse a day. I don't think I'd understand a whole lot if I sped read through a, a chapter and I didn't really think about it and I didn't really uh, meditate on it. And so the idea with the Bible is that we get into it, we search the Bible, we search the scriptures like we would be searching for hidden treasures. Now please don't get me wrong. God's not trying to hide His Word from you. God's not trying to keep a secret from you. But God also wants us to put forth the effort. God wants us to get into His Word. On January the 24th, 1848, something very significant happened at Sutter's Mill in Coloma, California. It was the discovery of gold. That news of gold being discovered, it brought 300,000 people to California. To give you an idea how significant this growth was, the city of San Francisco, or I should say the town of San Francisco, grew from a population of 200 people in 1846 to 36,000 people by 1852. Within six years, it grew almost 36,000 people in San Francisco. They estimate that 90,000 people came to California in 1849 alone. That's uh, why uh, the, uh, the football team, the San Francisco 49ers, that's why they're called the 49ers, because 1849, that gold rush, and it brought thirty, uh, excuse me, 90,000 people to California, 36,000 people to San Francisco alone. The gold rush, brought wealth for a few. But you know, many people returned home with absolutely nothing. Here was the problem. There was no easy way to get to California. Many of those people in the gold rush, many died along the journey. Those who traveled by sea, now get this, from the East Coast to get to California, now we jump on an interstate or we jump on a train or we jump on a plane and we're there. But in the uh, mid-1800s, many traveled by sea to get to California. Get this, that journey was 18,000 miles to go around the tip of South America. That's a long way to go anyway. But can you imagine on a boat 18,000 miles just to get to California? Some traveled down to the Isthmus of Panama, They got there and they took canoes, they took mules, they went uh, by foot, some through jungles, just to get to the other side of Panama, so then they could wait for a ship that would take them up the coast to get to San Francisco. Some traveled across Mexico. Uh, some traveled across the United States uh, through the vast wilderness just to get there. They went through great hardships. They they endured shipwreck. Uh, they uh, endured the typhoid fever and cholera and many other sicknesses and diseases the first 500 or so prospectors were really in 1848. Many of those first ones could easily collect thousands of dollars a day because of the gold that was readily available. But by the time most of those miners and most of those prospectors got there, there was nothing easy left to find. It took a lot of work. It took a lot of time, it took a lot of digging, it took a lot of sacrifice. As a matter of fact, they say that the merchants made far more money from the gold rush than the actual miners did, isn't that amazing? Uh, One example is that Levi Strauss, Uh, They set up their company in San Francisco uh, selling denim overalls. They set up in 1853, and uh, you know the rest of that story. Levi's now is a uh, worldwide brand, and, and it really got going because of that gold rush. But here's what I'm saying about wisdom. Wisdom is something that takes some effort. It takes some work. It takes some seeking. As it says in Proverbs 2, 4, that you search for it like you would search for hid Treasure. Can I tell you this book right here is a treasure. And this book is something that every single day we ought to study it. Every day we ought to read it. Every day we ought to apply it and say, how can I be a better husband by reading the Bible? How can I be a better wife? How can I be a better son or a better daughter? How can I be a better employer? How can I be a better employee? How can I be a better Christian? How can I be a better teenager? The answer is by reading the word of God. I want you to notice this in Proverbs uh, chapter 1. We're going to look at Proverbs 1 uh, through Proverbs 10. And we see, <coughs> excuse me, that Proverbs was written by a father, Solomon, to his son, Rehoboam. These first 10 Proverbs are, are really geared specifically towards children or towards young people, uh, to those who would be a son or a daughter. It says in Proverbs chapter uh, 1. Verse number one, the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David. Can I tell you, Solomon could write to his son because Solomon himself was a son. He knew what it was like to listen to and to learn from his father, and he did a good job of that. But we get to Proverbs 1, verse 10, it says, my son. Proverbs 2, verse 1, my son. Proverbs 3, verse 1, my son. Proverbs 4, verse 1, hear ye children the instruction of a father. Proverbs 5 verse 1, my son. Proverbs 6 verse 1, my son. Proverbs 6 verse 20, my son. Proverbs 7 verse 1, my son. Proverbs uh, 8 verse 32, O ye children. Proverbs 10 verse 1, a wise son maketh a glad father, but a foolish son is the heaviness of his mother. If you're listening today and you are a son or a daughter, I hope that you make your father and hope you make your mother proud. I hope you make them glad. I hope that we're not or a shame or a dismay to our parents. But I also say this, that we are all, if you're saved, we are all the children of God. And I hope that we will strive to please our Heavenly Father. I hope we'll try to be the, the kind of a son or a daughter that would bring glory to our Heavenly Father. Can I tell you this? We've got a lot to learn. We've got a lot of things from the scriptures that we must listen to. And just like you expect a child to listen because the child does not know better on their own, we as Christians, we need to listen as our Heavenly Father speaks and as our Heavenly Father instructs us in the way of life and the way that we should go. I want to encourage you today uh, as a Christian, uh, let's listen and let's learn and let's do all we can to search after wisdom like we would search for treasure And can i tell you the treasure of the word of god is far more valuable than any treasure that this world has to offer the bible says this in matthew 6 seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you you'll never go wrong by seeking the treasure and seeking the wisdom of the Word of God. God bless you, I hope you have a great day, and uh, we'll look forward to being back tomorrow for another uh, episode of The Winning Side. On the winning side, yes I'm on the winning side. Thank you for
1: joining us today on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnet, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina